Ministry leadership is hard. It can be exhausting and confusing and overwhelming, especially in times of great change like we're living in now. That's why we need to get up on the balcony, as Ronald Heifetz puts it. We need to learn to get a view from the top, see what's happening on the dance floor. That requires leadership skill, adaptive capacity, emotional health, and deep spiritual formation. I'm Marcus Watson, and my hope is that these quick conversations with Todd Bolsinger would help you both develop a healthy outer life of ministry leadership and a healthy inner life of faithful discipleship. Everyone, I'm here with Todd Bolsinger uh, for a quick conversation on the long haul of leadership, uh, and we're going to talk about a quote from Chuck DeGroat today. This is from episode 82, uh, titled, Narcissism and Spiritual Leadership. Um, and here's the quote. He said, the story of God is the story of relationship. From the very beginning, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit create human beings in and for relationship. And I think our brokenness is brokenness in and around relationship. Let me read it one more time. The story of God is the story of relationship. From the very beginning, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit create human beings in and for relationship. And I think our brokenness is brokenness in and around relationship. Um, All right. So when we think about relationship, um, most of us tend to think about fellowship, you know, just friendships, being together with other people. Um, But Todd, you talk a lot about leadership, you coach leaders. And so I guess the question is, how does this, uh, what Chuck is saying, how does this apply to leadership? That's such a great question. It has two places that are really profound. One is Chuck's own work, which is he's really aware that when leaders don't have a wellspring of deep relationships, Mm -hmm. they can tend to want to fill that space, that loneliness with productivity or with power or with trying for success. And that's what leads to narcissism. I mean, narcissism, if you think about the myth of Narcissus, is literally he falls in love with his own image and then dies of starvation. Hmm. So think of the narcissist as the person who is relationally starving and is trying to fulfill that, that fill that void with uh, success or with accolades or with affirmation. It's just, it'll never work. So they die of starvation. Leaders need deep relationships. Yeah. The second part is that in adaptive leadership, it's all Mm -hmm. built on being able to help people go through transformation. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you adapt to a changing world? Well, you do so because it's so, it feels so insecure because it feels so difficult because you don't have best practices. You're not an expert. You're having to learn, you're having to let go of things. You do so because you're supported in relationship. So Mm. we teach people, you have to learn how to think systemically that is to see the whole Mm. organization the whole congregation not just individual little parts and not just about yourself and and act relationally Mm. so you accompany people through change you use skills that in the past we would have said were pastoral care empathy um, embodiment participation you know accompanying people and you're actually taking them through the process of change. So yeah. relationship is at the heart of adaptive leadership. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, and we're addressing brokenness uh, in a sense, aren't we? Um he says, let me let me say it again. He says um I think our brokenness is brokenness in and around relationship and and really I guess I'm trying to think systemically there is sort of a 
beyond individual one-to-one relationships that might be broken, the systems are broken and we can, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking out loud here, right? And so then we respond, uh, heal, so to speak, uh, relationally. Yeah. So I'm trying to connect there, the, the systemic brokenness and, and, um, and connecting relationally, building relationships, healing relationships mm-hmm. in order to, to heal the system. Yeah. So, so right now I'm doing a bunch of work with um, a large university. The mm-hmm. university talks about its community. Like the mm-hmm. most important thing is its sense of community. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so important that even as they grow and as they get research grants mm-hmm. and as they uh, take on big challenges, nobody wants to lose the sense of community. Yeah. Well, what is community if it, except for the sum total of its healthy relationships? Right. Yeah, right. So if we lose the relational connection, mm-hmm. the sense that we belong to each other, that we're committed yes. to each other, that we have yep. more, that we're more than transactional with each yep. other, then yep. very, very quickly we end up in that broken space that we yeah. then fill with the wrong things and we end up yep. starving to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, uh, any thoughts on how can we, uh, you know, so thinking about in many, typical churches, you've got different silos, so to speak, and that can be a kind of a brokenness within a church. And how can a pastor begin to bring people together in order to heal those kinds of relationships? Well, you use, it's interesting, you use the metaphor of silos. You know, silos have a function. Hmm. Silos preserve grain or seed Mm -hmm. so that later, someday, it can be used, eaten, Mm -hmm. or planted. It's Mm -hmm. about preservation. Hmm. But silos don't produce fruit. You have to break, mm. come out of the silo and plant yeah. it in the ground or turn it into uh, bread <laughs> or yeah. something for it to become something that can feed people. So one of the things to do is affirm the silo. Hmm. What, what's the silo trying to protect? Yeah. And a lot of time the silo is trying to protect something really valuable, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then once you can name the thing we're trying to protect, we can then say, how does this value that we protect now become fruitful for mm-hmm. other people? Yeah, And so, so it's not get rid of silos. It's actually understand that silos serve a purpose, but they don't create, they don't, they don't nourish. Hmm. And so we're going to need to have both. We're going to have to have both that, which we protect and that, which we lay down and invest um, in the relational transformation. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That was, that was fantastic. I've never heard it put that way before. So thank you. I learned something really great just now. (laughs) Um, Anyway, here's the quote one last time. Uh, This is from Chuck DeGroat. He said, the story of God is the story of relationship. And the very beginning, uh, from the very beginning, God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit create human beings in and for relationship. And I think our brokenness is brokenness in and around relationship. Well, thanks for listening to this quick conversation with Todd Bolsinger. If you find the Spiritual Life and Leadership podcast valuable, would you share it with someone you know? And would you also rate and review the podcast? That helps to make the podcast more findable for others. Again, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time here on Spiritual Life and Leadership. Spiritual Life and Leadership.